What's up, everybody? You like the way I just did that? Just get right into it, huh? Yeah. Um, welcome back to the lounge. Um, my name is Randy. I'm Rob. And I'm Alan. And we are the Lounge SD. Um, this week, we're going to get into the... Uh, girl dad episode i know we talked about it a little bit last week or no what is it two weeks ago all about just about two we talk, weeks we talk about being a girl dad all the time but yeah this is true but last episode i should say there we go last episode we we mentioned that that's what we were gonna talk about it kind of lined up perfectly with uh the death anniversary of kobe the Rest in peace yeah i guess you could say like the number one girl dad the guy that kind of started it all at least that uh that term um, so we wanted to kind of time it so that we talk <coughs> about this subject uh, right now. Um, but before we get into that and all the seriousness and craziness that comes with being a girl dad, you guys want to do a quick recap of uh, what you guys have been up to the last uh, two weeks since we uh, last recorded? Uh, I guess I'll start off with Alan. Ooh, popcorn. So, um, oh, man, since... Uh... So the last episode we did reheaters Mm, and since then, I mean, not much has changed, man. Did a, we did a drive through, uh, we did a drive through birthday for my cousin. Uh, She just turned 18. So shout out to Hannah. Um, If you listen to this, happy birthday. If you listen to this, then uh, dope. (laughs) Cause I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how you got it. Yeah. Happy belated birthday. But, um, uh, we celebrated her birthday um, with a drive-through, and then um, another birthday shout out to my sister-in-law Anna. Um, uh, yeah, man, that's all I've been up to. Work, work, work. Giving out vaccines. We started vaccinating sixty-five and up, um, and uh, we ran out of vaccines. Because, yeah, it's crazy, dude. I mean, and then like it's crazy just. Like I get everybody wants the vaccine and I always tell patients, I'm like, trust me, dude, I want you to get the vaccine too. But we just, we don't, you know. How, wait, so, you, so, yeah, so wait, there's a lot of questions here now. <laughs> when well, you said real- that you ran out, does that mean that there was like, let's say there's 10 people in line and you got up to eight and you were like out and then the last two, you're like, sorry, we're out for today. And then they no, were like, oh. so, so we had enough allocated for, I think, two vaccine clinics and uh-huh. by, um, by, monday or by monday we were out because we had it on friday and saturday we had saturday and monday and then we canceled wednesday friday and saturday's clinic and then we're just waiting on more vaccines for the county so are you guys like holding stock for the second dose um because i'm like what happens if you never get another shipment like then you just ruined all of the people that you vaccinated not ruined but you know what i mean like they never get the second right. dose on time so we're going into second doses for our employees um starting tomorrow actually and i'll be running the clinic tomorrow so um we are starting our second doses for our employees tomorrow um so we've already had that allocated amount and we have that stashed away um i don't know about the second doses for patients because um we kind of got blindsided by the government's saying 65 and up yeah 65 and up go like just send everything we got um still gonna send it yeah still gonna <laughs> send it so um 
I don't know what their plan is for second doses. I know the County of San Diego and Peco Park, like that vaccination superstation thing, like they got it down pat, but um, script, or sorry, my hospital system has been blindsided. Uh, Redacted. uh, (laughs) Redacted. You're just going to hear beep. (laughs) But my center redacted is doing well. And yeah, but um, that, I think that's above my pay grade. I I don't know. I don't, I don't know about our second doses, Um, but our first doses uh, at my specific clinic has been all out. Word. But that's, that's all I've been up to. That's all I've been up to. And I'm going to popcorn it to Rob. Mm, thank you. Uh, not too much has gone on either. Like I said, still about that Groundhog Day life. Um, mm. Pretty much the same thing going on every day. Um, baby wise, she's just learning and burning every day so quickly. I, I tried to change like yesterday. I, I was teaching her the sign language for change diapers, change and then she just started diapers. changing her diaper herself. <laughs> she just, uh, does it on her own. <laughs> she just stands up and she's like, you, you mean this? And she's like, well, we're talking English now? Like, what happened? What happened to baby? Just... Like, but like, so I, I told her that in the morning. And then like the next morning I told her I was going to change her diaper. And she did the sign back to me. And I was like, damn. Hell yeah. Nasty turnaround time on that. So yeah, she's she's picking stuff up child prodigy bro super fast yeah. uh i'm gonna gift her a piano uh and then here we <laughs> alan, go alan gifted mia a basketball hoop and he's gonna get uh maria a piano goes to show <laughs> his intentions for the kids yo but maybe he's just you know he can see potential mia got hops already it's true it's true she's, pretty she's crazy. out there Daredevil. tiny ankles yeah yeah, yeah she's got she him, my baby. build not got happening. him a little on the short side. <laughs> Sorry, kid. All right. Popcorn to Randy. How your last oh. two weeks been? Oh, man. I'm trying to think. Last episode, was I in school already? I think I was. No. You had just gone to schedules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I officially started one school. So another radar school. So it's pretty dope. Uh, I just got done with my assessments yesterday. And I passed that bad dude. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that hard, but whatever. But uh, I mean <laughs> um, and then oh I got my vaccine last week. Um, so that's pretty dope. Um Is that one then, of two or are you done with you? Two uh, of one two? of two. One of okay. two. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, uh which one did you get? I got Pfizer. The Damn. only way the only way that Pfizer <laughs> Pfizer uppercut. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they give it to you, bro. <laughs> um the only way that I would have been able to get it uh, this early is if we had the, Vi- the Pfizer one. Because from my understanding, they ship out in shipments of a thousand. Mm. Um, and then the Moderna ones ship out in batches of a hundred, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that important um, to get in the top hundred. And I think the way that we did it was we saved half of the the shipment for the second dose. You know what I mean? So out of the thousand, we can only vaccinate 500 people. You know what I mean? I'm just going to pause everybody real quick. If you're listening to this and you haven't gotten a vaccine, uh, if you're wondering between Pfizer and Moderna, my best advice to you is the best vaccine available. Uh, the best vaccine for you is the one that's most available to you. So don't, don't say I want Pfizer. Don't say I want Moderna or the new one coming up is Johnson and Johnson. Whatever yep. is available to you, get it. Cause you do not want to, you don't want to test um, code 
Um, so just get whatever's available to you. And that's yeah. and rant. Yeah. But so, uh, I don't even know Johnson and Johnson was coming through with one. Yeah. Dude, they, I think they're entering uh, their they're in phase three. Yeah. Right? So they are submitting their application for uh, emergency use authorization. Yeah. Uh, next week to the CDC and F- to the FDA. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I got the vaccine. The wife got the vaccine. So our household, as far as people that can get the vaccine, is vaccinated. Um, yeah, she just got hers the day before me. And then I got mine last Wednesday. So just that's about dope, a week. Um, so that's, that's kind of a big, big deal in the house. Uh, I got my class going. I'm full student mode. Um, and yeah, I mean, as far as the house is concerned, we're just doing our thing. Uh, what did we do last week? We've been doing like weekend activities since I'm going to be leaving soon. So last week, oh, we went out to this one local uh, pizza spot in town is it the one we went to for Um, in santa rosa (laughs) no 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 no. this is like an actual like that was that was a chain what was it mary's pizza or something like that trash Um, pizza yeah it wasn't the greatest no but this place is a it's kind of off it wasn't trash but it wasn't like memorable shout out to our first sponsor mary's pizza (laughs) (laughs) yeah mary's pizza in santa Uh, rosa but uh no no it wasn't it wasn't trash it was the service the service service was trash yeah service was trash yeah. Because we ended up sitting there. And then I had Mia and she was only like two, if that, like one or two. Um, so yeah. But yeah, so we we tried out this new pizza spot, which was pretty bomb. Um, and then like this weekend we're gonna be going out to a different restaurant and we're trying to do that every weekend that we can. Um, just trying new things before we leave. Um That's dope, dude. Yeah. And then uh we got <laughs> we have uh we had a quite a struggle this week. God, I'm going to have to like edit this whole portion out because the people <laughs> listening to this, they're not going to have a clue what we're doing. And I don't even know if we should explain, explain it. it, bro. We should just explain Theater it. of the mind. It, I mean, it. you guys explain them. it. I don't know what's going on. I'm pretty much just showing my nipple. We're just trying <laughs> um, to make each other break on Zoom right now. Yeah, I can't concentrate. Absolutely ridiculous. Showing my nipple. We're, uh, we're comparing fits, to be honest. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I have my Supreme S hoodie. Rob has a dope Spider-Man hoodie. Uh, crew neck. Spider-Man, Spider-Man champion, champion bait. I don't know what the fuck the bait is. <laughs> <laughs> bait, a tri collab, bro. Dang. Dude, that's that was that's a dope. That's crew that's neck. fire. It was and it was then, a fire. Uh, shout out bait. Pfizer. <laughs> um and randy's wearing his uh comic-con swag so i mean yeah. he's got some pfizer ass fits you know what i mean so <laughs> all right randy my bad dude my bad what was i even talking about oh yeah Mary's so pizza. going into no i'm over that now uh going into the whole girl dad topic this week we had a topic to talk about so mm. Uh, it was two days ago now, three days ago. I'm not even sure. Uh, Mia is at the age where she is like a sponge. So while she's at school, if uh, her friends decide to do something, she decides that it's okay and she should do it as well. Well, obviously, I'm not going to put any names out there, but one of her uh, classmates is uh, kind of has a potty mouth. 
Ooh. I'm just going to say that. Kind of a potty mouth. Not the best uh, example, this, I'll just say. This is on the base, right? Yes. She so does one, go... one can say they have a sailor mouth. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but the thing is, I don't want my four-year-old to have a sailor mouth. So what kind of, what's the language? What 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 is so, kind of stuff is she getting? I mean, to? like get ready, language. Get ready. Language language alert. Language you know, alert. If you, yep. if you don't like bad words, you need to like G the fo. Yeah, the fact <laughs> that I have to put a language alert like goes to show you what kind of language to ex- to expect. Like Ooh, she'll man. come home and say fuck, and I'm like whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> and then and then we're like where did you hear that word? And she's like oh blah 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 says it, and we're like well shit and then she's <laughs> well <laughs> fuck that kid yeah well fuck no and then so this week oh, so that's happened numerous times before and we've kind of like nipped it in the bud we're like hey you shouldn't be saying that those are potty words and she understands the concept of potty words right good good good, um, good. but uh two days ago the word of the day was stupid mm. right now mind you yes we get it it's not the not the worst word but we thought about it and we were like, nothing positive comes out of that word. It's right? a gateway word. It's a, neg- it's a gateway, it's a gateway word. word. It exactly. has negative connotations. Like nothing. Yeah. Like, you can't like, say stupid and then like be respectful. Exactly. So we were like, yeah. okay, like, like we were like, we have to stop it now. So the thing, the reason why it escalated was because she was in the bathroom getting ready for a shower and I heard her, she was talking, she was just messing around and she was like, oh, this is like my stupid shirt. <laughs> like something, something little, right? And I, I was like, "Hey, I thought you were gonna say this is fucking stupid." <laughs> oh, like, Whoa! Doing combo breakers <laughs> with the language. I'm proud of you. I'm also really scared. <laughs> no, but she was like, "Oh, my shirt is stupid," or "My shirt is being stupid," or something like that. Whoa. And I was like, "Hey, you need to stop saying that. That's not a good word. That's a potty word." And then she immediately said, "Stupid, stupid, stupid." And we were like, "Oh no, you didn't. You just oh, basically man. said." fuck you dad i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying you. it <laughs> yeah so I'm about to push um, this boundary jen jen basically stepped in and was like i heard what daddy said and you basically just completely ignored him and we've had a thing right now where she kind of ignores us and that's kind of like pushing our buttons mm-hmm. so we have a thing where it's like are you supposed to be ignoring people blah 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 so it blew up and then she basically had a rough night with crying and yelling and screaming and typical temp- temper tantrum things. But it was like, man, like these are like life lessons right now hitting mm-hmm. us in the face. And it's like the thing that sucks in, and that makes it very difficult is that she's going to school now and she is introduced to a world that we can't control. You know what I mean? Like I can't control that other kid. You know, right. I can't control what the other parents are doing. And if that other kid is saying it, then that means he's getting it from somewhere. Yeah. You know, so it's like, ah, uh, it's tough because it's like, I don't like, yeah, like I said, I have no control over that kid. I can only control mine, but she is still learning how to decipher all that. And it's like, mm-hmm. man, this is tough. But uh, yeah, that was one story of my week since we're still kind of in recap and kind of in uh getting into the girl dad topic but that's one struggle that uh i'm not fully prepared for and uh it's coming and i'm sure alan kind of is in that a little bit right but obviously yours is a little different because 
um, of COVID and everything and not really being around other kids, but I would assume that at her age, she, yeah. So she, she knows what the bad words are and she knows that those words are bad. And we tell, you know, I don't, she's never said it in front of us. Yeah. Um, So I can always say stuff like, Hey, that is a bad word, but you know, just don't say that. Or as long as you understand it's a bad word, just, you know, then we can move forward. Yeah. But I've never heard her say like, fuck or stupid or shut up like i've never heard her say that um so yeah i think i think that's great like parenting you can only take care of your child and how she interprets things um and telling her like hey these are bad words these aren't respectful like daddy would like it if you don't say stuff like that um and that's the best you can do and if that kid at her preschool is continuing to say stuff like that then that's on that kid and shows the parenting um shows the parenting but uh i think you're doing great oh thanks alan i don't know and that's the thing that's so scary about parenting it's like i don't know how she's gonna turn up 20 years from now you know what i mean like like is it worth it is am i doing something wrong is it worth to fight this particular fight you know what i mean like Ugh. I no, think I, I think it's good. Yeah, I think you build if you build a good base, it's less work you have to do in the future. Yeah. So if if you don't like check her now and let her start getting away with little stuff like that, right now it's saying the word stupid, but you know, a few years down the road, third grade, heroin. <laughs> it's the gateway words. I'm telling you, bro. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but I mean, like an advanced, advanced case. You know, yeah, yeah she's yeah, already yeah. she's she's gonna know that you know she can push that push that boundary already so then yeah it's just gonna open the door down the road so let me ask you guys this when was the do you guys remember the first time you guys cussed or said a bad word in front of any adult like intentionally i mean yeah i guess intentionally so i think that's another topic that i was going to get into later because even to this day as an adult i don't cuss around my parents or around my mom like i it's like ingrained like so I've never like caught? intentionally. Uh, I think I've been caught when I was a kid like once. And I think that's probably why to this day I still don't. Like I just it to me it's like a respect thing. I'm like I'm like I can find other words to use around my parents. You know what I mean? Right. Or around my around my even my grandparents and stuff like that. Like I don't I don't do it. Um Right. And it's like like it's funny because like generation wise my sister, my sister cusses around my mom fairly often. Uh-huh. And to me, I'm like, oh my God. Like, how <laughs> Watch dare you? Mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how here's dare a, you Here's do a that? bar of soap. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I, I don't know if it's just because of the generation gap. Now, mind you, you know, my sister and I were seven years apart. So, I mean, by the time she was old enough to even, I guess you say, start cussing, I was already basically out of the house. You know what I mean? Like. So I could see why the parenting strategy probably changed between me and her. Mm -hmm. But like, to me, it's like, no, you don't, you don't do that. That's a no, no. You know why? (laughs) It's because your parents checked you when you were saying stupid, 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 but they didn't check Rachel. Probably not. (laughs) Because they're probably like, this isn't worth the battle, but yeah, I'm, I mean, (laughs) I, I was like, 
I'm sure I've, I, I remember cussing. I remember like saying like, this is stupid or, or shut up to somebody in like preschool. Um, and the, Damn, and the teacher, bro. And the, yeah, I know, dude. And second grade heroin. <laughs> so, so stop, stop it. But um, yeah, dude, preschool. I remember, <laughs> I remember saying shut up or stupid and the teacher checking me in kindergarten i said stupid or shut up and the teacher checked me and i don't think i've ever cussed in front of a teacher ever again um i do have a potty mouth but um yeah i, I don't know i don't think i'm being disrespectful and i know when i could turn it on and turn it off mm-hmm. um and that's another thing is that you're like you may be setting an example now because your daughter may not may know that these are bad words and then she knows when to turn them on and when to turn them off. But that'll be later down the road, I feel like. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's one thing that uh so this was this is kind of I'm I'm kind of veering off into a different topic, but still kind of relevant. Um one of the topics, oh actually, let me let me start with this. We actually before this episode, we hit up our social media and we asked uh some of our listeners, hopefully, or at least people that follow us on our social media. Um, some questions and topics that we wanted to or that they wanted us to kind of talk about mm-hmm. um, about being girl dads or just being a parent in general and one so so we're going to kind of go through certain topics that were uh, submitted to us but one that I kind of thought of was um, things that you want your kid to remember you by Ooh. and uh one thing that I thought of, and this is, we can we can revisit that that topic later, but uh, mine kind of veers off of that again. Of uh, one thing that I want Mia to remember me by is kind of my, by music, right? Like I listen to a lot of music and I enjoy music. Music kind of determines my mood. Like the moment I start my day, I'm listening to music, and all the way up to the end of the day, it's music. Um, and I like music to the point where music kind of defines a certain chapter in my life. Like when I listen to certain albums, it kind of brings me back to -hmm. certain times in my life. Um, But speaking of that and language, how do you guys feel about bad language and music, even if it's kind of a big deal? Because that's going to be inevitable, right? Eventually they're going to hear bad words in music. But do you guys think that songs are okay and movies and stuff like that? Like, is that an influence and how do you guys feel about that? Um, I'll, I'll say that again, they have to know that it's, it's more for the art. If it's like, I, I checked my cousins when they were little, littler or smaller, but I checked or when they were younger, sorry, what the hell? Um, <laughs> well, because some young- of those cousins never grew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. If you're still listening Hannah, that's you. Um, uh, but they they were listening or watching YouTube videos of a specific set of brothers, I'll say. Um, oh, I think I know and, what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, and I despise these brothers because of how they treated people. Um, and I always told them, like, hey, those are bad words. I don't want you to listen to that. But because there's no art to it. They're just okay. disrespecting people. But when we're in the car, I remember we just don't, we don't hold back when we're listening to music. Cause we're just music. It's fun. We dance to it. 
um, it's art. Same thing with movies. Like they, like if they're saying bad words for the sake of just saying bad words and there's no connotation or that doesn't express a feeling like then it's it is what it is you know, like it's hard i'm i don't know if i'm saying it correctly but if it's not if leading no to point. the story yeah if there's yeah, no yeah. point and they're just saying fuck or whatever then there's no point to the there's no point to the bad word but if they're frustrated like if we've ever watched like a fr- like a person in a movie being frustrated and they go and they are like fuck like then you understand feeling is is a frustration you know what i mean yeah so like when there's a connotation like that and when there's a feeling behind it then yeah but if they're just watching a youtube video then that's when i'll stop them does that make sense yeah yeah i think so okay draw that line i think i get what you're saying um i mean I'm, i think i'm also in a different place with that because i mean my daughter's one and some change one year old in a few months but it's coming but when, when we do have her in the car like i i definitely don't play my music or at least like you know like hip-hop or rap music or something like that just because i know that's stuff's in there and i feel like you know even at that young age for whatever reason she'll absorb that or take something from that and i'm like what i don't want to absorb those sick beats that's what i, I do want those those 808s <laughs> those nasty drum kits for sure but no i mean i i think the the way that I still expose her to, to good music or something like that is just finding like a, a more melodic tune or something like that instead. So like I'll f- we'll find covers of popular songs and it just sounds more soothing and not as angry or something like that. Oh, so like the kids bop versions. Uh, yeah, but not as lame. It's usually cool. Hey, my daughter listens to kid bop. Kid bop. Kids bop. Okay. But yeah, um, I mean. I, I mean, there's levels to the stuff of, that I listen to. Like, I'm not going to listen to just whatever in, this, in the car. But, yeah, I I mean, I tone it down. Like, I'll listen to maybe some Bruno Mars, some Beyonce yeah. in the car. Yeah. And they may drop a little, you know, a couple F-bombs here and there, a couple, couple like, curse words here and there. But I won't listen to uh, other songs where, like, Migos or whatever. Like, that's... Yeah. That's reserved for a uh, Papa time. Yeah. <laughs> Papa, Papa playlist. Papa, Papa playlist. Papa all right. Tra- all right. So let's go back. I'm going to rewind a little bit You're to the ro- topic of what is something that you want your girls to remember you by? Down this, the is line. Your, this is your. Yeah, this uh, is my okay. submission. Yeah. What What is something that let's just say. um She's 20, right? And God forbid, I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to put this out there. Something were to happen to you. Ooh, and man. I'm going to knock on wood right now. I know. Something were to happen to you, and there's something that you want her to remember you by. What is it, Rob? Ooh, going first. Uh, I want to, I, I definitely want to leave a legacy of, of humor with her. And let her find all like the laughter wherever she can. I think, you know, uh, to go in with like the cliche of, you know, life is short. You know, you try to find the comedy and everything. I'm not saying like, you know, even start busting up at funerals and stuff. But I mean, there's there's always there's always dark times and there's always struggles in life. But I think finding those moments where there's laughter and usually when you have like a good solid laugh like that, like that stuff imprints a solid memory too. And that's what I want for her is when she looks back and thinks about our time together, 
there's a lot more positive, a lot more good memories, and a lot of that stuff tied to humor. Like, oh, you know, he, my dad was a, the same guy like that would play practical jokes or, you know, to break the tension would would come in with, with some kind of comedy or something like that. That's what I hope I leave behind for her and something that I hope she takes from me is my sense of humor. And so, you know, I really can't wait for that day when she's at like a family party or with my friends or something like that and she's hanging out and, um, you know, they say to her and they're like, you know, you remind us a lot of your dad and it's because of like a joke or comedy or something like that. That's that's what I want for sure. Also, why are you hanging out with your uncles? <laughs> um, so yeah i think that that's what the legacy i would want if i had to sum it up in one word it'd just be humor comedy mm, um, ooh, i like that nice you right, you all right. right and i'll uh poppy and locky corn to uh to alan um my one word summary would be caring um she knows i care uh my daughter um so for the listeners listeners out there i have an uh eight-year-old um, stepdaughter who um, I don't call her my stepdaughter because um, I don't want her thinking like she's any different from a regular daughter to me. You, you fully embrace the role. I, I 100% embrace the role. Um, so from here on out, I won't be calling her my stepdaughter. I just called her my daughter. Um, so my daughter um I want her to know that I'm caring. Um, I care about family. She sees how close I am with all my family members. Uh, she sees how close I am with my love for nursing, um, especially during COVID. Like, you know, I'm always working. Um, I think this weekend is the first time I've had both days off. So she is excited for that. And I like, I'm excited because. I get to hang out with my family um, and I've been caring about everybody, um, care about my dogs, care about my um, cousins, everybody. So, um, you know, God forbid, uh, you know, in 12 years when she's 20 and she has something to remember me by it, but uh, I hope she knows that I care. Yeah. Yeah. So Randy. Now now that you guys put those out there, I didn't even think of an answer. Like I just oh came up with gosh. a question and I was like, oh yeah, man, that's a good question. But I never thought about <laughs> I'm gonna it. I'm gonna get these guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not even gonna tell them ahead of time. Uh something that I want her to remember me by. Um man. Uh I think it's more. I want her to remember that I put in the work um, that I was there from the get go. And don't get me wrong. I have my tough days. I think every parent has tough days. Um, it's inevitable. I think that's the gig. You know what I mean? Like you don't, you don't yeah. have the mindset, like having a kid is going to be easy, you know, but I think that kind of like Alan embracing the role you know, like I embraced it right from the get go, right? When we found out or right when we started trying, it was like, I want it. I want everything that comes with it and count me in, you know? Um, so I hope that if something were to happen and she looks back, she can see that. Daddy I was really there. tried. Yeah. Like I tried, you know, I wasn't perfect. 
Um, I definitely had my downfalls, but I still tried at the end of the day. I still hugged her. I still gave her a kiss. Good night. And you know, hell yeah, dude. Kiss, kiss good nights, man. Kiss good nights. What no about matter how pissed, no matter how pissed off you are, kiss good nights. You have to, man. You Nancy, have to. Nancy, Nancy's put that like has made that like uh burned that into my brain. Like you have to kiss your good night every night. And I'm like, okay. And I've I've done it. But like those kiss good nights, like later on down the line, like you know, 20 you know, maybe even 15 or whatever. Like she'll just remember like, wow, dad, they really kiss me goodnight every night. Like, yep. and she's, it's going to hit her. Like, I'm sure there's times where you guys have those memories where like, where it just clicked in your head. You're like, oh my God, my parents really did this for me. And yeah, dude, kiss goodnights. Like that's the game changer. Okay. Now, now we talked about a positive thing that you want them to learn I, I literally just thought of this right now uh how about we flip it and what's one thing that you basically don't want them to know about you i plead the fifth oh i'm oh gonna my. put it <laughs> put it out there so that she can eventually hear it when she listens to the podcast <laughs> no it doesn't have to be crazy <laughs> like oh i killed somebody two weeks ago <laughs> you know what i mean like, they still have a body though i don't want her to know about <laughs> they, that they ain't never gonna put your dad away no but what's something like like uh, maybe maybe like a, a a bad trait that you want to clean up or or something like that like oh um, man. try to hide from her so you like that she she doesn't see from you you know what i mean so i'm gonna i'm gonna go off first because it's stuck in my head um I you know I'm 6'3, 280 pounds. I'm just very a snack. I'm just a snack. <laughs> I'm like a party size snack, my guy. Um, oh, you're the king size. What are you talking about? You know what I'm <laughs> but um I like when it comes to disciplining, I, I've never been physical with Sydney. Never been physical with her. But when it comes to like speaking and like talking to her. I have a very loud voice and that's just my natural voice. Like even when I play video games, I can't, I can't whisper. I can't say like, I can't say, I can't whisper. Like I, this is my whispering, you know? <laughs> so, so I have a very loud voice. Um, and I don't know how to dial it down when I'm disciplining. So I feel like my negative trait to her is Papa bear was always mad at me but I'm not yeah. like, I, I, I just have a very loud voice. That's and just your sucks. way of communicating. Yeah. You know, it's it sucks. Negative. Cause like I'm new to her life. Like I'm new to, she's new to my life and she's new to having a father figure. You know, she has, she's had her uncle, she's had her grandpa, but she's never had somebody like a guy discipline her. So um, when I, like when we all moved out and started our, you know, started our own lives together, like I had to get used to some things. And when I disciplined her, I'm like, Sid, or, you know, I would just, it's my voice and I, I feel bad, but I, I feel like if there's one thing that she carries on in her life, she'll think that, um, Papa bear was always mad at me. And I'm, I'm trying so hard to be like, you know, and I, I've talked to Nancy about co-parenting and stuff. So like Nancy's totally on board with everything. Um, cause I don't want to be the bad guy. Like I'm trying not to be the bad guy and I, I don't want him to think that I'm the bad guy and Nancy's the good cop. You know? Yeah. 
the whole bad cop, good cop thing. But um, I feel like if there was one negative thing she uh, she latches onto, it would be Papa Bear was mad. Damn, that's deep. Yeah, I know, dude. And it, it tears me inside. Like every time, like I, every time I say like, you know, get mad or every time I just like, you know, like try to get her attention because she's not doing something. I'm like, Sid. And then like, it just clicks like, boom. I'm like, fuck, she's going to remember that. Yeah. Like she's going to remember that moment. Like it's, it's like uh, inside out. Yeah. Like oh. that, that little marble, <laughs> that dude. That little ball just rolled down. <laughs> that little marble. It's just <laughs> sadness, bro. Like that's, that's what kills me. But um, yeah, uh, I'm going to popcorn it to Rob. Uh, negative trait. I, I hope that she doesn't get from me. It's probably my like compulsive collector or like oh. need to like collect things. And I think that's something that my parents um, didn't f- like have that battle with me in the beginning or they kind of like promoted with me it was like when I was a kid I like I did well in school. And I remember every week we had weekly reports every time I brought home like an A um, they would take me to Target and I would get a toy. And so I would just build up collections of like, make sure to get every single action figure in this lineup. Mm. Like, oh, I'm and not going to get it this week. I'll get it next yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. So. I mean, and it helped my grades. Like I was, I, academically, I was dope. Yeah. But at the same time, it also kind of manifested in me a need to collect things and like finish out things. And it still happens to this day. Like, I think I've gotten a lot better at it, like letting things go. But there are definitely times where I'm like, man, I'm holding something. I'm like, do I really need this? Like, what does it actually do except clutter up our space? And I really hope that she, that, you know, she doesn't get that from me. I hope that she learns to let things go and hopefully has that, like my, my, you know, daydream of her in the future is like having like a very minimalist apartment, you know, a few, like, hopefully the only thing she collects is just, you know, our photos on the wall and that's the extent of it it's 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 not going to be like a bunch of little knickknacks and stuff it's not that video game collection that rob has because he keeps <laughs> buying games that are on sale that, that backlog, backlog. That backlog. Oh, yeah. that's oh, what i mean what? it's dude, on sale Ooh, i gotta get it like rob it's you're crazy not necessary. <laughs> that's what i don't want for her bro you're wild <laughs> why so yeah that's my answer i hope please if you're listening little baby maria do not get into collecting anything it's unnecessary you don't need it yeah it's funny like <laughs> use that, I, I use that money like... to travel you're good <laughs> i feel like this episode really is gonna become a like a down the line if they listen to this they Future, know like a love yeah. letter yeah it's a time capsule <laughs> for it's sure a time capsule from the from the dads oh yeah um all right uh for me oof i'm kind of piggybacking off of alan um and i have a very short temper um and i think the thing that's weird is that for the most part i think in my normal social life and dealing with i guess you could say adults and stuff like that i at least from my understanding i seem to be fairly chill like it's pretty hard to get me angry for the most part like you guys could obviously see me more angry than most people because i tend Mm -hmm. to vent to you guys Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but like my coworkers and stuff like that, for the most part, they're like, you just never get mad. You just roll with the punches. It's just like, whatever. Um, and I think that's more of my, my demeanor for the most part, but with Mia, my temper is just so short and it's tough. Like I like similar to Alan where I'll, I'll tend to kind of react. And then right after I'm like, I shouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want her to remember as me. I don't want her to remember me as being so strict. Now, mind you, I get it. Like I am, I'm 
pretty strict when it comes to the household. Um, but I have a purpose. You know what I mean? Like, I hope that down the line, she's like, oh, yeah, he didn't want me jumping on the couch because I'll fall off the couch and hit my head on the coffee table. Yeah, Dude, that's yes. why I get mad. Yes. Um, but it's like things like that. Like, but the thing is, is that my delivery gets pretty harsh. Um, and I think it, be, it it comes from uh, just me growing up in the military. Um, I am more of a, I should only have to tell you once and you should do it kind of mindset. Mm. Um because yeah i literally grew up in the military and that's kind of how i live my life you know like i said at work i'm pretty chill you tell me to do something i'm gonna do it and i'm to the point in my career now where if i say something i expect it to be done um then when i come home and i deal with a four-year-old that doesn't do what i ask you know the first time i say it um i get very angry (laughs) like very angry Um, so I just hope that down the line, she can see that one, it came from a good place. Like the times that I did get angry, like there was a good reason. And two, that it was a struggle for me. Like it, 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 I, I tried, you know what I mean? Going back to the original or, or the last topic, like I tried, like, I don't want you, I want you to know that this isn't who I am all the time. Um, cause that sucks, man. I don't want her to be like, yeah, dad was just mean to me all the time. <laughs> was mad all the time. Yeah. I know. Same frustrations with me and Sydney with uh, homework. Like, I hope, like, she sees later down the line, I was mad because I was pushing her to be better. Yeah. And I was pushing her to be, you know, to learn more or, like, to excel in academics. Um, and that's the only reason why I wanted her, why I was raising my voice, I guess, but um, I hope that clicks down the line, you know, like, wow, he, he wasn't really mad at me. I was just not paying attention to what he was saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Man, just so crazy. All this right. is going to be a good pod. This is going to be a good podcast, guys. Yeah, it's getting, getting intense. All right. Uh, so speaking of discipline and stuff like that, obviously, uh, Rob is still a little earlier in the game. Discipline isn't really a thing yet. Like she just really does her thing. You can't really get mad at her for falling over. Yeah, you um, <laughs> but so for me and Alan, um, one of the uh, listener suggestions was discipline. Talk about discipline. Are we? What's our our discipline style? Are we the strict one? Are we the good cop? Are we the bad cop? Uh, I know we obviously kind of touched on it a little bit more, but if we can. Uh, elaborate a little bit on discipline um as far as your relationship with uh your significant other on handling discipline yeah and then rob how do you see yourself disciplining when or how do you see you and your significant other when time comes like do you think who's going to play what role so on and so forth i'll start with uh alan um i'm definitely the strict one um, I feel like there's a rhyme or reason to everything that I'm doing or saying. My big thing is, is this fair? Um, like the way you, like when she talks back to us, I'm like, is that fair that you treat us like that when you treat others better? Um, so like one thing is homework. Um and we're trying to help her with homework and she starts, she gets frustrated. She starts crying. 
I'm like, Sid, like, we're not mad at you. Uh, we just want to know what's going on. What's your thought process? And she's like, well, you guys are mad at me. And we're like, no, we're not. We're just trying to figure, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to pick your, we're trying to pick your brain and see what's going on in your head. Um, but you think we're mad at you. And she starts crying. Um, like, I'm not mad at you. I just yeah, don't know and, the answer either. Yeah. We're, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is seven times one? Oh, like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. 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 <laughs> no, but um, I'm definitely the strict one. Um, uh, I feel like it's, there's, I have to be fair with how I'm strict and I have to be a reason as to why I'm strict. Um, one thing is I'm big on respect. Um, we grew up in multi-generational households where we had to respect our elders. Um, you know, and my grandparents raised me when my mom was at work. Um, so I had, you know, I had nothing to do but respect. Um, I have nothing but the utmost respect for them. Um, and one thing that we started doing recently is doing the Manopo. So um, for our non-Filipino listeners, Manopo is pretty much a Filipino sign of respect uh, by taking the elder's right hand into your right hand and putting it to your forehead so they can bless you. Um, and that's one thing I like, I'm very, very strict on respect. Um, whenever I pick her up from her, grandparents house i say did you say bye to your grandma do you say bye to your grandpa do you say love you because uh, you know that's that's just to me so i'm definitely the strict one nancy nancy can be strict but it it takes your little push to be strict um i'm definitely the strict one for sure 100 percent. and then uh yeah randy now mind you now mind you real quick there's nothing wrong with not being the strict one or you're actually the strict one. At least that's my, our, I, I think that's the general consensus in here. Yeah. Is that it's not necessarily Nancy's a bad parent because she's not strict. No, oh, no. I think it's, it's more just, we have different styles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so with that, I'll get into me and my family. I feel it's funny because Jen and I have this conversation fairly often where I'm strict, but I'm not, I'm not disciplining like I have rules and I expect them to get done, but I don't really discipline. Like I'm actually kind of a big pushover when it comes to like, Oh, daddy, daddy, can I do this? It's like, all right, fine. Hurry up. You know what I mean? Like, like I tend to uh, bend a lot easier, but I still have a lot of rules. Um, so I wouldn't say that I, oh man, that's tough. Like I, I, I'm not, yeah. Like, like with the, with the stupid thing, Right. It wasn't me that did the disciplining like it was Jen that did it, but I was the one that set the rule. You know what I mean? Like mm, I was the one okay. that was like, hey, you shouldn't be saying stupid. She said stupid again. But Jen was the one that stepped in and she enforced was the it. one that enforced it. Exactly. Like, I'm yeah. not really the enforcer. I'm just the one that makes the laws. You know what I mean? Um, and I think it works out pretty well. We have a pretty good balance. Uh, so for the for the listeners that might not know um, my story. Uh, Jen's going to school to be a teacher, it's more specifically an early education uh, teacher. So that's helped us a lot, you know, understanding the thought process of a four-year-old, you know what I mean? Because 
they're still developing and it's helped me understand how to communicate well with a four-year-old or three-year-old or two-year-old um, stuff like that. So that's one reason why when it comes to enforcing, I take a step back because she's literally professionally trained for that. Um, and she does a great job and I still struggle cause I end up just yelling or getting pissed off or having to walk away. So, uh, I think for our relationship and our family, it's a good balance that way. Um, but yeah, so that's why it's like, uh, I'm strict, but I'm also chill. Um, yeah, yeah. Rob, what yeah, do you I feel, oh. before we get to Rob, I'm going to say like, yeah, I'm the lawn. I'm like the, in the lawmaker and the enforcer. And then Nancy behind closed doors will be like, you know, Papa bear is right. You need to listen to your Papa bear. Ooh, yeah. okay. So shout out to my wifey. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, uh, what is that? What would you say that is? You got the enforcer, the lawmaker. What would that be? Um, hype man? <laughs> like, the, I don't know. Yeah, I immediately team. thought hype man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nancy's my hype man. There you go, bro. <laughs> um, I mean, so you... Uh, we had mentioned that I, it's kind of like how I would see myself in the future, but we're already trying to discipline her now. Like, yeah, of course. That's something that's like not like once they turn four or five, like, oh, that's when discipline starts. You start yeah. disciplining them once they start doing shit you don't want them to do. Yeah. And so the smallest thing is like crawling and like trying to go like towards a fireplace or touch a hot oven. That's that's the kind of stuff where you're like, you know. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> or like her getting into stuff she's not supposed to, like trying to touch... <laughs> electronics or something um so yeah i mean we we try it's it's the same thing we just you know you have to check yourself and have that like loud firm voice a different voice than you normally talk to her and i can already see that kind of like splintering and kind of taking uh taking hold in her mind she knows when she's about to do something she doesn't she's not supposed to because she kind of like edges towards it and then she'll look back to see if, if we're watching her and i'm like you know you're not supposed to be touching that and then she'll turn around and run away and like have a smile on her face. She knows she's doing like wrong shit. And so that's, <laughs> is that, is that how you say it though? Like, you know, you're not supposed to be touching that or you say like, I have a different, I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not, right, I'm so, not trying okay, to blow so, out decibels right pretend, now. Pretend, Rob, pretend Rob, I'm Rob, I know you're in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> pretend I'm Maria with some orange juice hovering over your gaming laptop and I'm just about to pour. And what do you say right now? Oh, you're talking me? No, uh, I'd, Rob. Oh, Rob. In the mo- uh, so in the moment I'd be like, no, Maritza. <laughs> she knows when I hit her with that Maritza, she like that firm one. She's like, like oh, daddy not playing. She- <laughs> Sometimes she'll cry if I do it like too loud, and that's that's probably why I'm like triggered or like I'm thinking to when you guys saying like, oh, that's making that memory of her being yep. like a disciplinarian. Is like when I like I've it's happened a few times where I like then I turn around I'm like, man, maybe that was a little too forceful, like. I don't think she'd get like third degree burns if she touched the oven. Just let her touch it a little bit. <laughs> let her learn on her own. No. Um, let her fall off the couch <laughs> and stuff on her own. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, that's some of the stuff's already starting to come into play. And just in that, I kind of see the, the roles. I, I think a lot of people see Ange and I and think that I would be the chill one and not be super strict but i think it's the other way around i think like when it came to like her doing stuff for like the first time i was always very cautious and like uh, 
like I like I don't think she's ready for that stuff yet. And just kind of like, no, let's. I, I I've watched videos, like I read books, like she's she's at that stage now, and so she's kind of like backed up a little bit by research and stuff too. But for me, yeah. I'm 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 always trying to be overly cautious with that stuff. Um, so I will say that Ange is probably more chill on like the stages kind of thing. And then um, I think when it comes to parenting, it's just having that united front. Like you say, you have your hype man and then you have your enforcer and stuff with, with, with us. It's like, you know, whatever laws we set, we let the other person know like, Hey, I told her, you know, or I, I like, we made sure the family knows like she's not supposed to be looking at screens and stuff this, this young. And so anytime they have their phones out or like the TV on, we try to, you know, make sure the baby's not watching. Cause you can see it. Like once that TV comes on, she like, is locked in locked yeah, in like that's what in. she's watching and i was like yeah. it's Ooh, just light. <laughs> yeah it's just a screensaver but she's already getting like hype so yeah i mean that's just something that comes with the territory i think disciplining starts early and then it's just with with parenting it's just you have to have a united front both parents have to be on the same page when it comes to drawing those boundaries those lines yeah and i think it all those lines all stem from how you want to mold your household you know what i True. mean like yeah Obviously, it comes from I don't want some kid jumping on my couch. I keep bringing that up because that was a big struggle for for my family. Was she just kept walking on the couch? I was like, dude, stop! And of course, yeah, Jen. It got to the point where I was like, just let her fall. Is and that she, how you discipline Randy? You say, dude, like, stop. dude, stop! <laughs> <laughs> and she just looks at me like, no, <laughs> bro, bro, what the, bro? <laughs> she says, bro, you're stupid. <laughs> and Mia, Mia looks at you like daddy i'm still gonna send it <laughs> yeah like whoa no at that point i'm just cheering her on but uh speaking of discipline while we're on that topic this is kind of a a, a i don't want to say new but it's a different strategy compared to when we were growing up um because when we were growing up it was fair game but uh nowadays it's pretty frowned upon but how do you guys feel about uh, physically disciplining your kids, especially, obviously, like I said, Rob is very early in that game. But uh, yeah, like, I don't want to ask if you've done it, but <laughs> I'm not trying your to get anybody in trouble. <laughs> but what are your thoughts on it? Let's go with Alan since he's uh, in it. Um, I I don't know. Uh, I skipped most of that age. Oh, um, that's true. Um, I... I feel like, oh man, that's tough. Just because, like, I don't want to be that parent, but at the same time, it's like I'm who I am today because of how I was disciplined. You know, I'm respectful to my parents. I'm respectful to my grandparents because of um, they've instilled on me that, or instilled to me that it's about respect, and if. If I tell you something and you don't do it, I'm going to give you, you know, I'll, you know, I'll give you, let's just say three strikes, you know, um, to be respectful. And if the moment you start being disrespectful because you feel like you need to be disrespectful to your elders, then maybe you need to be spanked. But I feel like, I don't know, man, I, I haven't gone, I haven't spanked her. So I'm, and I refuse to do, I, I refuse to do it because I don't want Nancy to be like, don't, don't touch, don't hit my daughter like that. Yeah. Or don't speak my daughter. But I think that's something that you both need to kind of discuss mm -hmm. before it gets to yeah. that point. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, 
you know, yeah. what do you think about if I did this? Let's say, let's just say the scenario is Nancy's at work or something. And it's just the two of you at home and she starts acting a fool. You know what I mean? Like, do I have the green light to show her who's boss? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, I think, um, um, I think I have pulled her by the ear once. Um, because she wasn't listening. Um, I was asking her to, to fix her jacket, her collar and her jacket. Now she inside out, they said, fix your jacket, please. And she goes, she goes, no. And she, she started off like that. And I said, Sid, I asked you to fix your jacket. He goes, I don't want to. And then I looked at Nancy and she's like, this is your battle. And that's, I was was (laughs) like, Oh shoot. So then Sydney, I said, I asked Sydney one more time. I said, Sydney, fix your, fix your collar and your jacket. And she goes, no, I don't want to. So I said, okay. And I took her by the ear and I like brought her inside. And I think that freaked out Nancy a little bit. And afterwards it freaked me out a little bit. I was like, Oh, who, who am I? <laughs> but um, I like, I told her, I told Cindy, I'm like, I don't want you talking back to me. If I tell you to do something like there's a reason behind it. And I want you to do it. You know, it was disrespectful the way you talk back to me. I don't want to hear no. I don't want to hear I don't want to because it isn't a yes or no question. It's it's just do it, you know? Now, um, to play devil's advocate, though, was it that big of a deal after, to, to do that? I don't, I don't think that specific subject was that big of a deal, but the fact that she yeah. blatantly said, I don't want to. to but... But to play devil's advocate again, if because like in my in our opinion, okay, so the reason why I should say our opinion, but the my thought process is okay, the reason why why did you want her to fix the collar? Because of the way it looked or the appearance. I, I guess just the appearance. Yeah, so it's like okay, uh, so it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. So it's like, oh man, is it really necessary to go that far? Now, mind you. I would have done something probably very similar because obviously the principle is that she's not listening to you. Right. And it's like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal, but I'm just asking you to fix your collar. It's also not a big deal to just fix your collar. You know what I mean? Like just, just pop it. It looks dope popped anyways, just fix it. But it's just like one of those things where I think what makes it so hard when it comes to disciplining, it's like, obviously in the moment you're like, I want what I want and I'm going to fucking get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then when it doesn't happen, you're just like, you just see red. And then when you take a step back, you're like, damn, was it really that big of a deal? You know? And it's like, ah, it's so okay. Tough. So let's, so let's play devil's advocate. Let's say, let's, let's go the other way. You tell her not to fix her collar and she doesn't. Yeah. She says, no, I don't want to. And you fold. How do you go about like, now you're she was disrespectful yeah because you asked her to uh, do something it depends i think the the at least probably what our strategy would have been and like i said just making sure this is out there no one's necessarily right or wrong here different strategies different kids different families um our strategy would be hey i just want uh, it would be more explaining say hey you know i i want you to put your fix your collar because you look ridiculous right now, but uh, okay. you know what I mean? Like 
you can you fix it because you, it doesn't look right or it's crooked or something like that then if you don't want to fix it all right then you're just going to look ridiculous and then they just walk around looking ridiculous but you know what i mean that would be probably my strategy but it depends obviously different circumstances require different uh actions like obviously if it feels like a safety thing oh i'm getting super pissed off but if it's yeah something then obviously you can only think of these things after the fact you know in the moment it's a very different situation you just see red yeah right. you, i would just see red because i'm like listen to me right now like i get into that situation all the time when it's like dude get into the car and it takes forever if i take a step back i'm like what am i really in a rush for you know what i mean mm. But True. in the moment, I'm like, get in the fucking car. It's not that hard. But yeah, so I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying anybody's necessarily wrong or anything like that. It's just, I think of those things afterwards. And it goes back all the way to the beginning of the podcast. Like, what is that legacy that you're trying to leave with her? And it's like, damn. Just dude. another inside out marble with a boop. Sadness yep. oh. going down. Madness <laughs> going down. Yeah. The blue and red ones. Ugh. Yeah, man. All right. Um. Did we? Was that? I don't think we got to rob. No, I don't think we got to rob. About, do you see yourself getting there? Uh, like physical physical disciplining. I don't think so, man. I think we're. I think we're at that. We're even early on. We're at that point where, like, she's doing something we don't want her to do. We're like sitting down and talking to her as if she's a fully comprehending like adult or you know older child and sometimes like i think i got into it uh or we got into the habit of it because i saw Ange doing it and i was like she's six months old like why are we talking to her like this and <laughs> you know Ange is like you know she's she she might be like a baby and stuff but she can tell like they have that sixth sense or whatever it is yeah they can tell like like they, you're mad like sense, mommy huh? daddy mad <laughs> they they understand like what's going on and she told me that and i was like all right and then i so now when I feel like she does listen to those kind of things and maybe she does get it, who knows? I don't, I don't know the insides um, or like what she's processing and stuff fully, or, you know, maybe that she can tell that we're, since we're taking that time out to talk to her, explain something like that. She's like, Oh, maybe this does, maybe this is a big deal to my parents. I don't know. But I think we've already set that precedence where it's going to be, you know, similar to Randy's where if we do want to discipline her, we're going to kind of explain the reasoning behind it. And I, I don't, I just don't think like physically, physical um, discipline is necessary. I, I haven't done any research yet because we're not at that point to, to see if it is, if it does actually but do anything. The only, the only uh, research I guess you can have is us, you know, I don't know your history, but I used to get the shit beat out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, but not to see, the point where I was like bleeding or anything. But like, <laughs> like I used to get spanked, and it's like I don't think that like this is the reason why I kind of and go and like Alan, like I've never spanked. Like we don't spank Mia. That's not something that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't get me wrong, I've definitely had those thoughts where it's like, let this is the time I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking do it this time because I'm pissed because I'm like, are we really that bad? You know what I mean? Like it's happened and we got through it and I feel we ended up all okay. Yeah. But I mean, that could be, we could all be like exceptions to the actual like rule or whatever though. What if, what if it is, 
you know, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure, like I said, I want to look more into the research just because it worked for us. Doesn't mean that it's true. the thing to do. We could have all just been flukes in the system and been like, Oh, well you get, I mean, that happened to you, but we don't know, maybe like, you know, years down the line, it turns out people that were physically disciplined end up having like heart failure earlier on or something Jesus. like that. I'm oh, just saying gosh. like, and then like, we're only now into a generation where that's, like you said, it's frowned upon. So we don't yeah. know the full ramifications down the line of what will happen if we're just talking to our kids instead. What if, you know, our kids live longer and they all trace it back to never getting then, you know, the fucking belt taken to them or a fucking cooking spoon or something, you know? Yeah. And I know one of the, one of Alan's uh, submissions was a uh, slipper belt. um i've gotten both um i will i don't think i'd ever i i think the belt is too much yeah that's a lot i think the belt is too much dude um i've gotten it i've gotten the belt oh yeah absolutely i know you got the belt (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but um uh i feel like the belt is too much i feel like i have a heavy hand so, um, if anything, I, I would go chancla or slipper or chinelas, um, just cause like, I feel like, I, I don't know. I just, the belt, like in my mind, I can see the belt and it just, that's next level, dude. It's that's like next level. Yeah. I feel like if you close your eyes and, and like listen hard enough, you can hear it cutting the wind. Jesus, <laughs> I can like, still hear Ooh. it, bro. Before it makes contact, the whoosh, you're like, whoosh. it's like an anime, like slow mo. And like and in your head, you're just like, oh, here it comes, here it comes. But yeah, dude, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, I I would definitely say slipper. Not to say that I would do it, but if I had to choose between the two, it'd be slipper. Yeah, I'd probably do the same. I mean, honestly, I feel like my hand is probably the best one to use instead of getting another object. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess if I had to choose, I don't know if we, yeah, if I had to choose one, I'd probably go slipper. Belt, yeah, it's pretty hardcore. I think the only reason why belt was an option was because it was readily available. Like it was there. But I like, I know, like growing up, people would have stories of like their parents saying go get my belt <laughs> it was like oh shit you know <laughs> what i mean like why am i getting the belt but why the, a belt? Okay, so- that was a see that was like psychological warfare bro because you yeah. went up and you you had to think like as you're going up the stairs like man but how many Damn, how many whaps <laughs> yeah how many about- whaps am i gonna get right now <laughs> how many lashes am i gonna get <laughs> He's like, man, yeah, I did, I did fuck up that carpet. That's about thirty lashings. <laughs> so, so would you say that it's justified at that point? <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, what I mean. I Psychological, did... bro. You start going upstairs. You're like, you know what? I do deserve. Like, it's this whole mind game, dude. And you would have been trippy as is when you got downstairs with the belt and they get and you, like you brought it back to them and they're like, go hang it back up now. <laughs> <laughs> but next time you gonna get it. <laughs> okay, all stair. right. So let me let me ask you this. In your guys's um, past, what were some instances you like? What were some reasons you got the slipper versus you got the belt? I'll go out and say I never got a slipper. I always got belt or 
we had a uh, cooking like spoons. Mm. Mm. So never slippers, but like yeah, a they. wooden spoon. Nah, those would break too easy. Uh, Jesus. it would for sure be like the the like silver ones. Like the ladle or something like that. <laughs> trying to or a scoop. spatula. <laughs> they were trying to scoop <laughs> cheeks. It was. <laughs> It was just the, the like giant spoon looking ones. I don't know what. When you hang on the wall. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think like what you would use it for. I don't know. Sometimes it, they would use like the a serving had... spoon. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh my god. Jesus, that's pretty <laughs> hardcore, dude. They were pretty hardcore, and that's what I mean. It's like we would do some some wild shit. Like. So what was what was one like instance, one instance... where I remember where I got beat? Yeah. Uh, I was with my friends outside and we were, I was young. I was like grade school, like second, oh, yeah. first, second grade. Um, we used to live in an apartment complex and they used to have the laundromat was next to the pool. And so they also had all the pool equipment, like the boiler, the stuff to keep the, the pool heated. And I think for whatever, like this, this the equipment that like they the, had to like heat the, the chemical pool, stuff yeah, and all that. Yeah. Was in like a little shack thing. And I, what my friends did is we climbed on top of the shack thing and then climbed on top of the laundromat. And the, the what is it called the the person that owns the apartment complex the landlord or whatever yeah but i feel like there's a better name for that anyway she was walking the manager the apartment manager was walking around she was showing apartments and she just sees a bunch of kids on top of the laundromat (laughs) and she was she was like oh my gosh and she she knew us too she knew my parents and stuff and so (laughs) she went told kids again and I was like, I, and see now as a kid, I, I like now I see why we would have gotten beat for that is because yeah we could we could have got like kicked out of the apartment complex. Like imagine, yeah, your kid doing something that got you kicked out of where you live, dude. Like how livid you would be. So as an as a parent now, I see why I got whooped, and yeah, that was definitely my worst whooping that I can remember for sure. Okay, now I'm gonna go. Okay, so growing up, I've. I've always had a thing about stealing. <laughs> and oh uh, this was, I was like, man, I had to have been eight or nine, maybe. This is when pogs were like in. And uh, this is also when the warehouse was a thing, like those Blockbuster and the warehouse. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad, or I should say, my parents were more of, the warehouse fans rather than blockbuster i guess they had a better deal or whatever so i remember we used to go like weekly or at least numerous times a week to get movies or whatever from the warehouse and we would spend a long time there because back in the day yeah you had to go through every single aisle to see all the movies or whatever so i remember like my dad was out looking at the movies and of course this is back in the day where you could just walk around a kid can just walk around the store and there was no fear of something happening to the kid i guess um but i was over by the register looking at the pogs and i had the bright idea of stealing pogs right there like and i didn't have pockets on these shorts i don't know what kind of shorts they were but they didn't have pockets so In order to steal them, what I did was I put them in my elastic band on my shorts. Mm-hmm. Like just had, you know, like they were just being held up by the elastic band. Um, did you do like a whole belt of them like around the waist? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like you absolutely. had like 30? <laughs> absolutely. I had, I want to say I had like 10 of them like wrapped, you know, around my waist. Um, and then we left. It was a, it was a successful uh, job. Um, <laughs> but, successful heist. Yeah. But 
we got into the house, into the garage, and the way our house was set up was that the door to the garage had a lock on it. So my dad, like every time we used to lock that just in case someone broke into the garage, they don't get into the house. Sure. Um, so I was standing there waiting for my dad to open the garage door or the, the door to into the house. And one of them slipped out of the band and fell down my shorts and fell onto the floor. And it was just like a movie how like <laughs> one fell and my dad looked down and saw the one and then the rest of them fell down. And what landed. happened, bro? Did you like, I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> I didn't think about just it. Shrunk yeah. like they, I probably just shifted from walking out of the car and, and all that stuff. And I probably never fixed it. I wasn't even thinking about it, but they all fell out. And my dad, my dad was like, well, I don't remember if this is word for word, but he was basically like, what the fuck did you pay for these? Like, I didn't pay for these. So you obviously didn't pay for these. Man, I got my ass beat that day. And I'm pretty sure it was belt. Dude. And that was like the worst one I ever <laughs> had. Funny as yeah, shit man. is when you were getting whooped, like each whooping, like more <laughs> 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 You start looking like start looking like, like Sonic pinata, losing dude. coins, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh, that was man. that was the time I, that s- I remember. Like it's a solid I got one, my dude. ass yeah, dude. stealing. If, oh goodness! If I were a parent, if I were your parent, I'd beat your ass right there. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was justified. Like I don't like looking back now. Like I I deserved it. I mean, it didn't stop me from stealing. That's a totally different story. But yeah, you st- like you stole my heart. I know. I'm always stealing hearts. You know. <laughs> Um, I feel like whenever I got the belt, it would be for, um, disrespecting somebody in my family. Um, like whether it be my mom or was my, it my that sister. often or was it like rare? I wouldn't say it's rare, but the moment, the times I remember getting, uh, hit or any Spain was when I disrespected somebody. Hmm. Um, so I'm always big on, um, bringing respect to my family name i guess so going back though would you say that the spanking worked because now it so. sounds like you're respectful it sounds like fuck. yeah <laughs> you want her to respect yeah. i like i whenever my little cousins got in trouble like at school like they'd come home with like slips or whatever i mind you i never in grade school i never went home with a slip never had detention um i was always like a goody, you know, a goody two shoes kind of like in all the way through middle school. When high school came around, I was just, I was done. There was no hope. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a bad boy now. I'm a bad boy, you know? Um, Check my waistband, homie. Ten pogs. <laughs> Poggers. But, um, oh, God. But um, yeah, like, so when they would come home with slips, I would be like, I remember there was one time when my cousins came home with like a slip from school and my grandparents were there and I'm like, do you think grandma and grandpa like did whatever they did to raise you and act this way? Oh man. Eat, like tears, bro. Like tears from your face, my face and uh, from his face, man, that yeah, was an intense moment. Yeah. I was like, I was like, we didn't raise you to be like this. Like we do everything we want because we love you and you go to school acting like this. Oh man. Like that's, and that's, that's why I'm huge on respect. Like I don't ever want to disrespect my family name. So that's, I feel like every time I got the slipper or belt, it was just being disrespectful. 
Okay, okay. Man, that was that was an intense topic. We yeah. didn't stop talking about being parents at that point, but I guess uh it wasn't necessary. All right. Uh what's another topic that we had here? All right, let's go a little bit uh softer. Um, what are some of your uh, favorite activities to do with your little one? Oh, uh, yeah, we'll go on. Okay. Um, special dad moment right now. Um, we so a couple weeks ago we started watching all the Avengers movies, all the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. So we watched those from front to back, like from Iron Man one all the way till Endgame. Um, and a couple weeks ago, Sydney was like. Or no, not even a couple weeks ago. A couple of days ago, Sydney was like, "Papa Bear, I'm doing like categories, and one of the categories for letters is superheroes." And she was trying to go through all the Avengers, and she's like, "For A, I have an Ant Man." And he goes, "What's B?" And I was like, "You know a B." And I said, "There's a couple that we've watched. You know, there's one guy, one girl. You know, one has red hair, and the guy wears a." a black suit and she's like oh, black widow and black panther so um that's one of our fun activities that we watch movies together mm-hmm. yeah so i um love love watching movies with them um with sydney and nancy but um yeah that's one of yeah yeah that's one of our activities all right what about you what about you randy uh oof man so Mia's at the age now where she's starting to get into specific I guess you say shows or whatever like she's really like right now she's kind of into PJ masks and she's like Richardson. starts to latch on sure yeah no <laughs> <laughs> um but uh I started getting her into anime now obviously not nothing crazy nothing that attack on titan or demon slayer or anything like that but uh just like pokemon and uh bakugan are the two big ones that she really gets into that's gateway Um, anime bro yeah basically and i was like okay pokemon like that's obviously the biggest gateway anime i think like out there so uh i started introducing her like really into the show and she started like kind of like not really binge watching it but like she gets into it um another thing that she's into for brushing her teeth, there's an app called Pokemon Smile, which is pretty cool. And every time you brush your teeth, it's kind of like one of those AR augmented reality game things. So it shows you brushing your teeth. But then as you brush your teeth, it tracks your toothbrush and it mm-hmm. can tell how good you're brushing your teeth. And then if you do it well enough for the two minutes, uh, you have an opportunity to catch a Pokemon. And then depending on how well you brush your teeth, you change it changes the different pokeball that you get so if you do really good and you clean your teeth all the way uh you get a master ball so it's like oh dude it's easy bro yeah it's easy it's guaranteed um so we play that and then um just to get out of the house especially with all this covid stuff i was like oh you know it'd be sick to get into pokemon go you know because she she got introduced with the pokey like it's the same kind of uh concept uh, concept with pokemon smile where you brush your teeth and then at the end it shows like the pokeball right in front of you and then the pokemon like a little further back and you got to toss the ball so you could tell they got it from pokemon go Mm -hmm. but i was like all right she's getting to the point now where she can kind of understand what to do with the ball and how you got to flick it and stuff 
So I was like, you know what? Let's go outside. We'll go for a walk. We'll go to the park and all that stuff. And we'll go play Pokemon Go. And just seeing her face light up and how excited she gets when she actually catches the Pokemon. So fun, especially considering it's like, dude, we had the same joy when the game first came out. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we we're like, hell yeah, dude, let's go walk around Balboa Park. Let's go here. Let's go here. Try to catch all these Pokemon. And it was a great time. And now I'm sharing that with her. And it's something that I've always been into, like Pokemon. Shoot, when I was a kid, like that was the thing. So now it's like, you know, going to the next generation, playing this game and she gets to enjoy it. So I'm loving that uh, we're sharing that that joy. So that's probably my favorite activity. As far as like separate, like obviously, like I think a while back I kind of mentioned, I was like, oh yeah, I really like brushing her hair. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like after bath time, like I brush her hair and it's like, that's just, I have a lot of fun. You know, it's like a one-on-one, like intimate, like, you know, she's just hanging out and I'm just brushing her hair making sure she's all kept well. But yeah. Yeah. What about you, Rob? Early in the game, what you got? Uh, one of the things that she, only I do with her, like, no, like there's all these other games that she plays and she lives with everyone. But one thing that I do, and it's just her, just, you know, father daughter thing is we, I call it giant baby attack in the city. And it's where I put her on my shoulders and I hold her arms and we would walk around the house and I pretend that she's shooting laser beams out of her eyes Jesus. and like blowing up stuff. <laughs> and, so, and I like pretend like walk like a robot and stuff. So it's all like pop lock kind of thing for her. And she kind of gets the Bro, bounce you going. Said- you said you would only do that to me and you. <laughs> it's not just our game anymore, man. Oh, man. Um, so we play that. But she got to that point where now all I have to do is hold her legs, her like core, and her balance is good enough where she just sits up there now and she not can like flopping back. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's huge. And she still likes it. So it's it's still going. I really enjoy just doing that. And I, I'm glad that no one else does it with her. It's just, you know, uh, uh, just baba that's what she calls me and that's what she does and then now she points on her she points to her shoulders when she wants me to do it dang that's a sign for it yeah like so up here that's, dad up here <laughs> she's like you know what time it is um <laughs> yeah what about you alan one oh uh avengers yeah. oh you already said it i'm sorry it's all good come on come on so you forgot about redacted oh man what else all right let's see this list Let's see this list that we got. Ooh, this is a good one. All right. So we've all been in it for a little bit. Um, but what is something that you miss most that you did or had or whatever before you became a dad? So I'll start with Rob. One thing I miss pre-becoming a dad uh fully encapsulating thing is just like the freedom and i don't mean to say like that the baby's like locked me down or anything it's just that's just an extra thing we have to worry about is like you know who's going to take care of her before i used to be like oh i'll just go hang out with my friends doesn't matter what time i get home i don't have to be up early with the baby or anything like that and so i'd say freedom and i guess more specifically just like free time time to myself it's one thing i kind of miss yeah good what you got alan um uh i was big into triathlons before but i I feel like i didn't i stopped doing triathlon stuff because i tore my achilles so i don't know if that's being a parent had anything to do with that um also shoes i feel like buying shoes 
um, ever since I got married and moved in, we moved in together. Um, I haven't bought shoes at a, as, as the same much clip as much <laughs> yeah. as yeah. much. It's a learning process. <laughs> I'm still in rehab. Um, as much, mind you, they were Kobe's. Yeah, and yeah. You got to do it. Nancy knows, like my love for Kobe. Um, so, I was gonna say, wait a minute, the uh, uh, the fours, but wait, we we you sold those. I you, sold those to go to Hawaii for our honeymoon trip. Yeah. So she knows, she knows yeah. what's up. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, buying shoes like um, that one, that one's big. But uh, especially with COVID, like I can't have these fire fits at home. I mean, I can, but I can't. <laughs> I mean, I, you know. Yeah. But um. I just stopped buying shoes at, a, at as high of a clip as I used to. Um, what about you, Randy? Uh, sleep. Just sleep in general. I just miss sleep. Now, mind you, I'm very spoiled. And I say that um, just because I wish I had more. It's a, it's a greedy want. Um, because I could get a good amount of sleep. The thing is, like, Mia goes to bed at around 8. And she normally doesn't wake up until around 6.30-ish, 6.30 or almost 7. So it's like, okay, if I go to bed when she goes to bed, I'll get a lot of sleep. Solid, yeah. Yeah, that's a good amount of sleep. But I don't want to go to bed when she goes to bed. I want to, you know, record this podcast. I want to get down on some uh, Warzone. I want to play some Cyberpunk. I want to watch a movie. So most nights, even on a work night, I'm up until about midnight maybe 12 30 almost one and that's almost every day and i still wake up at five o'clock every morning except on weekends but on weekends yeah she'll wake up at 6 30 so it's not that much better but uh sleep i miss the days when we'd be playing destiny 2 or no i'm sorry destiny 1 getting down on some new raids and i'd be up until like four or five o'clock in the morning and then just sleep the rest of the day Thank goodness that game came out when it did, because there's no way in hell I'd oh, be playing yeah. that game yeah, right now. Absolutely. <laughs> no. absolutely. Nancy would never have married me if I played video games like that. Yeah, that was a, that was grinding. That like, was uh, a man game for the ages. Like I was thinking about it, like playing that game. I would come home at like three thirty. I would be on by four, and then I'd play until like eleven o'clock at night every day. And then dinner four, was just almost a full eight-hour shift. Yeah. Yeah. On Destiny. Your second job, bro. And then God forbid the weekends when I oh. didn't have work, I would just do a few errands in the morning and then grind. And Trials grind of Osiris. Grind. Trials, hitting some raids, getting that loot. Yeah. And gotta get your raids in for the week, bro, for yeah. the reset. Those were All the right. times, man. Yes, yeah, those those were good times. So since I'll bring up to the next topic because I feel like that's a good segue talking about video games. Uh, one of our listeners asked us, what do we feel about screen time? I think Rob touched a little bit on this uh, before with uh, making sure that no one in the vicinity has a phone on or the TV on, but how do you guys feel about screen time with your child? Like, you know, with cell phones and movies and such. And I'll start with Randy. Um, we are fairly or we're very open with screen time um now mind you it depends so like if we're just driving somewhere and she wants to watch something no we're not we're most likely not just going to have it on just to have it on 
um at home if we're trying to accomplish something for example like if jen is at work and i'm at home and i need to you know clean up in the house or i need to do the you know do chores or whatever yeah sure i'll put on a movie we'll have it on and she'll she'll watch her shows now mind you uh the screen time isn't just oh let's just go put something on youtube no it's uh, i don't want to say that these are much better but i feel like shows nowadays are a lot better than they were when we were growing up like teenage oh, Mutant ninja turtles or whatever cartoon that we watched growing up didn't have as many lessons as they do nowadays like when mia watches daniel tiger's neighborhood every single episode has a a lesson to be learned and they're sitting there and they're teaching the kids the songs and stuff like that so like i get it it's still screen time but i don't necessarily feel bad when she's actually learned some stuff from the show you know what i mean like it's specifically daniel tiger from my experience and watching it like she's learned like one of the things that she's learned is uh daniel tiger when he gets pissed off he sings a song he's like when you feel so mad that you want to roar take a deep breath and count to four and then he counts to four and then he's calm and then he can move about the day you know what i mean like and she learned that and then now that was like that's like a thing like we um we kind of use that now when she gets pissed off like hey what does daniel tiger say you know what i mean and and she'll say it back and then like okay now calm down and let's move on you know what i mean like so even though she's getting screen time i think that she is still benefiting a little bit from it now mind you too if covid wasn't a thing her screen time would be fairly low you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like like right now because she's going to school full-time because i'm in training and stuff like that like we get home and she has maybe an hour, you know what I mean? Because yeah, we don't get home till like four 30 sometimes. And then we go right into cooking dinner and she's just watching TV while we cook dinner. And then we cook dinner or we eat dinner and then we go right into bedtime stuff. So realistically, at least with our setup screen time, wouldn't be very high, but I'm not opposed to it. Um, and when she was younger, we would use it like, Oh, if uh, we went to a restaurant, and we want to have like a quiet conversation with just Jen and I, you know, we would put something on while we're eating so that she can focus on that and eat while we have an adult conversation for once. You know what I mean? Um, that's our strategy. Um, so yeah, I'm not opposed to it. I just filter it a good amount and we try not to do it just willy nilly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, uh, what about you, Rob? How you feel about it? Yeah, I think either I read about it or Ange had brought it up and said that like exposing her to screens too young is where you kind of see the the downturn. And so I'm not against screens like, you know, for her whole life until she gets to like kindergarten or something like that. Like I know it's something that a lot of parents lean on, especially like in your situation where you say you go out to dinner, like pre-COVID, how many times did you go to a restaurant and see, you know, kids just like, you know, instead of, you know, wiling out, they're just looking at a screen with headphones on. You're like, oh, okay. Um, So I get that aspect of it. But at the same time, um, yeah, we just, we had read about 
exposure to it, like keeping it very minimal, especially before she reaches the age of two. And so we're kind of sticking to that. Um, and then, yeah, I think we do want to bring it. And if we do bring it to her, it's always going to be with some like educational, um, something like educational in mind. It's not just going to be like meaninglessly having cartoons running without any like substance to them. Um, we want her to, to be watching something that's going to add to her education. So um, yeah, that's, that's our stance on it is no screens before two. And then after that, we'll just kind of keep it to like educational base kind of stuff after that. Um, Alan, where are you guys at? You have a much older daughter than the rest of us. Yeah. Um, she said, um, so lately that's kind of been her, um, her like reward, I guess. Um, she's been having some, she's been having trouble like with schoolwork, with disciplining, um, respect with like, with her aunts. Um, so, so one of the topics was eating. Um, she wouldn't eat what my, what my sister-in-law would give her. So I told her, I'm like, Sid, you eat what they offer you. Because remember, this isn't, they don't, they're not being paid to do this. They're doing this because they love you. So I need you to respect that. I need you to eat whatever they give you um, and be grateful that they're taking care of you because um, I just like that. That's one of my things, you know, again, respect. So when she's not being respectful, then I take away the cell phone. I take away the Netflix. I take away TV at night, you know, the TV during the day. Um, so like Lee, um, I think this week I've told her, I'm like, you're only going to get your cell phone when you're, um, when you're at school. And then when you're out of school, I want you to give your cell phone to your aunt because you've lost that privilege. And then she said, but I'm not going to have any fun. And I'm like, no, you'll have fun. Don't worry. You'll find things to have fun with, but I don't want you on your cell phone anymore until you're done with your homework. And so that's, that's the reward when you're done with your homework, then you can use your cell phone. So that's that. I think that's where I'm drawing the line now. And we've been, we've been good with it. So we'll, we'll keep it at that. All right. Some good stuff. Good stuff. Screen time. Yeah, I guess that's, especially nowadays, that's a pretty big topic with the kids. You know what I mean? Like what else? If we can't go outside, you know, like we tried to do a thing where we just do activities in the house, but you can only do that for so long. You know what I mean? Um, Especially when you try to get, when you try to do stuff in the house, you know? Um, So we're going to get into our last, uh, our last topic because it's getting kind of late, honestly. Like we're recording this on a Thursday. Normally we do it on Saturdays, but schedules uh getting a little crazy and it's getting kind of late. Um so we're gonna do one more uh topic. And uh I actually think it's a good one. Since we were kind of talking about uh things that we miss about uh not being a parent, I guess you could say. Uh <laughs> one good one was uh, what are some things that you recommend to prep for uh, before becoming a parent? Like if you can go back now, what's one thing that you would tell yourself, like, hey, get ready for this. 
or something along those lines uh, before you became a parent. Uh, since Rob is the, I guess, newest parent, let's go with uh, Rob. One thing to prep for. Or I don't know if he said one thing, but things to prep for, oh, yeah, I guess. Things to prep for, yeah. Um, I would say one thing I wished everyone else had told me or like the nurses or books or something would mention is um, there's like that. I forget the now that the time, like what the term of it now, but there was like a time after like 10 days where she went through like her first like big growth spurt. And Ange and I had no idea what was going on because all she did was cry. And yeah, we did all the normal. Off all the time. We just, we did all the normal things to check for diaper, food, sleep. And we're like, okay, none of that stuff's working. Like what, what, like what's, what's, what happens? And apparently like around that 10 day mark, all the babies go through it and they'll just while out for like one night. Um, and I wish someone had told us like, that's nothing to be alarmed about. Like they're still feeling out the world and their sleep cycles or whatever it was. And so we had to act like, we've tried to look up stuff on the internet and go through our books. And it finally came to us talking to our doula. Um, and she, she was like, Oh, it's normal. It's all good. So I would say that, um, is one thing to prep for. I, I passed down to new parents or dads that are coming into it is watch out for that first, like big growth spurt kind of day. Usually it's around like the 10 day mark. And then, um, if you can try and get your whole, get your hands on a book where it talks about like developmental stages. Cause that's something else that'll trigger those things too. Is like when she's at you know, between like 15 to 18 months, she's going to hit this milestone. So be on the lookout for this to change for her to drop this nap or like one of those books, because that stuff um, definitely helps. I think the one that I leaned on the most was what to expect when you're expecting um, with, for, for her first year, um, all that stuff pretty much came true and it actually gave a really good things to watch out for. And if you have an advanced baby, these are the things to watch out for. And I'd be, you'd be surprised at like how, how true all that stuff was. It's like, at this stage, your baby should be following objects with her eyes. And I was like, oh shit, I'd read it. And then I would try it with her. And I was like, oh shit, she can follow shit with her eyes. Like it says it in the book. It's yes. all true. <laughs> and so, yeah, I would pass, pass that on is find a good book and, and lean on that when you're, if you're ever trying to figure stuff out. Um, I guess I'll pass it to our next eldest dad. Be Randy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. If you're going age, age wise, yeah, age wise of the baby. Yeah. Yeah, uh, man, things to prep for. Okay, it's not even the kid. Uh, the biggest thing, I think, even just with kids in general and being a parent, it's not even a t- like kids aren't hard. Parenting is hard. And being Ooh. being two parents working together is hard. You know what I mean? So I would say that things to prep for, prepare to get, a lot closer to your significant other like because you need to work together to figure out how to get over those hurdles like rob like that night that you guys were having a tough night how did you guys you know what i mean like you have to work together to figure out a strategy to get over that night and to make sure essentially that it doesn't happen again you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and with disciplining it's okay how are we going to tackle this good cop, bad cop, bad cop, bad cop, good cop, good cop. You know what I mean? Like you have to have a strategy for that stuff and you need to, I mean, one, make sure you have a good partner. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like (laughs) pick someone good that you get along with. Right. But even if, even if, uh, even if you don't prep for that, I think the thing is, is that hopefully you 
recognize it and you acknowledge it and then you grasp it and say, okay, you know what? I'm in it and I need to work with you to get this job done. And the job's never done, but you know what I mean? Like, let's, let's figure this out. Let's work together and work together as a team. Um, Cause yeah, I think the, the sleepy, like the sleepy nights and stuff that goes away over time. You know what I mean? Like, like I doubt Alan has sleeping problems, you know, cause Sid probably just sleeps and wakes up whenever. And then she just takes care of herself. You know, those things go away, but realistically the parenting aspect never goes away. Um, so I think that a lot of people don't think about that. Um, and that's absolutely a thing that you should mentally prepare for. What you got, Alan? What you got? Um, having been a parent of an eight-year-old for only having been a parent for two years um, and having skipped most of, most of the developmental stages, um, I would definitely co-sign on the co-parenting. Um, co-parenting is a huge obstacle because you have two totally, you have, first you have a new baby, uh, a new child that you both have to care for. And it's not just one specific, um, one specific rule set. It's two, you both have to come together as a team and raise this child. And, um, there's no, you can't tell there's a right or wrong way immediately. Um, so don't beat yourself up if you feel like you're doing something wrong. This is a learning experience for everyone involved. Um, I feel like parents have to take that away or have to take that into consideration is that like, this is the learning experience. Like you're new to this parenting process. Um, it's not going to be, it's not a cut and dry process. It's not ABC works. Um, it's not one plus one equals two. Sometimes you got to, sometimes there's like curves, curveballs that they throw you. Um, and you just have to co-parent. You guys have to be there for each other. And this is where, um, this is where co-parenting is huge. So I would say co-parenting for sure. But, um, another thing is showering them with love. I thought um, you were just going to say showering in general. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Uh, showering, that's important. Yeah, that's <laughs> Personal hygiene. Smell good. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like um, uh, showering them with love and showing them that you love them. Um, that if you, you know, if you look at a lot of um, people who have gone the wrong way, like you know, criminals, um, and to get into a deeper subject, serial killers, that they're always one thing they have in common is bad parenting. You know, like <laughs> we're only uh, laughing because it was like, damn, that's that's, that was a that's jump, one bro. end of the spectrum right there. <laughs> yeah. No, I just feel like, you know, you gotta show them you love them. Like even even on the toughest days when you're mad at them or they do something bad, you just gotta end it with like I love you and good night. Mm-hmm. You know, um that those are huge. Um and I um, I firmly believe that no matter how mad you are, um, no matter how mad I am, like I always try to kiss Nancy goodnight. Um, I always, she doesn't know this, but cause I usually game, um, pretty late into the night. So when I hop back into bed at like 1230 in the morning, one o'clock in the morning, like I always kiss her forehead before going to sleep. She has no idea I do this. Um, she knows, but I, bro. Yeah, she knows. 
Lanty, if you're listening to this, quit playing girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know you awake. Try you know you awake. No, but um, I kiss her every every night before I hot uh, before I go to sleep. Um, uh, there's things that sometimes Nancy like doesn't see me like kissing Sydney or checking up on Sydney goodnight. Um, uh, and that's you know just shower them with love, man. Um, the person who brought this topic on, I just want to give a quick shout out is JP. Um, congratulations, bro. Um, new father as of oh he's think, the one that just had a kid yeah no not 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 the jp, JP. that you know oh JP. i was gonna say but, i was um, like you never mentioned it yeah um he's from well, congrats. He's from yeah he's from ph as well so um congratulations bro i wish you all the best of luck it's a it's a beautiful thing um and i wish you and sb um a lifetime full of memories if you have any uh any questions hit us up man that's that's one thing that I like to do, um, especially not necessarily just in new parents, but parents in general. I like to make sure that uh, the network is available. You know what I mean? Because oh yeah, um, man. one thing that was kind of tough for us because when we when we had Mia, we were kind of alone. We were on the East Coast, and we didn't really have a network. Um, so I try to make it a point for at least you know some close friends of mine that are having kids and stuff like hey. You know, like I kind of mentioned, like having a kid, I'm not trying to say it's not hard, but I'm what, but like dealing with a kid and being a parent is harder than just taking care of the kid. Cause like Rob mentioned at the beginning, you're just making sure they poop and pee and eat and sleep. Like it's and pretty, and yeah. pre- like, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, fairly yeah. simple, but you're exhausted. You need a break and all that stuff. So I like to make it a point to, you know, check in on check the parents. In, yeah. Like, hey, you know, is everything all right? You know, and that's not even including, you know, postpartum depression and and recovery and all that stuff for for the mom. You know what I mean? Like, I like to make it a point to say, hey, if you guys need anything, if you guys need someone to talk to, if you're if you're confused about anything, feel free, ask. You know, I'll tell you straight up, you know, like, hey, yeah, I didn't do that or I did this, you know, and it worked for us. It yeah. might not work for you, but Here's an idea, you know? Yeah, I always try to throw that caveat. You know, I have a lot of friends that are new parents too. And I'm always saying like, this is what we did. But I mean, you guys, you're going to make up your own decision. You're going to go through your own stuff and find out, you know, this stuff works for you. you. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think one of my suggestions to him, because he posted something on his Instagram as well, was um, he asked the same question, like, what are some things I, you know, I should get ready or look forward to doing as a father? And I said, um, one of my takeaways from close friends who have had children was a sleep schedule. Like, like don't, you know, your wife just went through nine months of bearing a child um, and raising a child in them. So they're not having, um, you know, this is the first time they've slept peacefully. I would assume so um, in a long time. So, you know, making sure that you step up to the plate and say, let me, you know, let me take care of it this day or like setting a, setting a schedule where you, where you are saying, I'm going to take care of the baby this night and I'm going to take care of baby this night. So don't um, like when they start crying, don't worry about it. I got it. You know, because that just that, like your wife is just going to be happier. um, And she knows that you're stepping up to the plate to be a father. Um, That, 
she can rest easy. She can sleep easier knowing that, you know, wow, he's taking care of it. He's taking care of his father duties. So setting a sleep schedule and being upfront um, and co-parenting um, starts right, uh, starts right out of the womb. Um, Shoot before that. Yeah. There it is. Like, Boom, there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, here's a, while we're talking about that, I realized that we had one more topic that I think would fit. Um, since this is a girl that episode and I feel like a lot of the topics weren't necessarily girl dad related or girl dad related. Let me change the emphasis on the words real quick. Um, so there was another topic that someone else submitted and I actually think it's a really good one um, because um, I feel like we, the, I feel like we would be very different parents if this was the case. But the question was, what would you change if you had a boy instead of a girl? Right. And I think that having a girl comes with its own challenges and, um, strategies when it comes to parenting obviously we're all at very different stages of parenting when it comes to having a little girl but right now what would you change alan what would you change if you had if sid was a boy um god that's tough because we're um i don't try to put like boundaries on her um like any gender boundaries because i feel like um and she has my cousin to look up to, um, not look up to, but play with. Um, they're very similar in age, I think separated by a year. But um, uh, I want her to be more adventurous. But again, that that has nothing to do with girl versus boy. Um, but, oh man, that's tough. Um, she's Because she's into basketball. She's into soccer. She's into t-ball. She's into sports. So... Um, that's a tough, tough topic because we don't like to play gender roles. You yeah, think you, have... if it was a boy though, you'd push him to be more competitive or him, for him to do better at sports because he was a boy? No, no. I, I've always, um, I've always pushed Sydney to be competitive. Um, I've always pushed her to be her best. Um, like you know, during her basketball games, I'm like, Sid, put your hands up. Sid, put your hands up. Sid, shoot the ball. When you get the ball, shoot it. You know, like, Dang, I even if it's a bad shot, <laughs> well, because double you know, covered then, and everything, you're still taking that shot. I, I mean, shot, the, bro. You know, if the zone is open, want to <laughs> drop it to the, want to drop it to the five position. No, I'm just, um, I just, I don't know, man. I don't have any gender. Like I didn't put any gender roles on this, on her. Um, uh, I know if I had a boy instead, I'd be buying a hell of a lot more shoes. <laughs> <laughs> that's why can't that's, you get some you can for, still get for them her. for her yeah she can still I mean, I've got those eat. air maxes for mia well yeah I, I bought her air maxes before but um i think she just tears through shoes so easily so oh yeah that's just and crazy. her feet are growing so fast like i'm just like not really invested into hooking her up with like 50 dollars, 60 dollars shoes right off the get-go so um but i feel like if i had a boy i'd be more like yo, you gotta look. Like if we're going out, we gotta look. Yeah, like fresh. Yeah. Like, so I'm if you had a boy, you. you had a you'd have there'd be more drip. Yeah. 
Sydney got some drip though. Sydney just got some drip, but um, yeah, man, I I don't know. That's a tough question. I I never put any generals on her. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Like, how would you tell a boy to be man of the house at such a young age? Aside from like holding the door open for your mom or helping your mom out with I think groceries. I think that's I think what it's it stuff is. Stuff like that. It's yeah. like little things that you kind of build up already. Right. But I mean, I've never told Sydney, I'm like, well, you know, your mom cooks because I cook or like, oh, your mom does the groceries because I do the groceries. Like, oh, you know, as a as a guy, I'm supposed to help your mom out with carrying the groceries because she helps us carry the groceries, too. You know, so like we've never established gender roles, if you will. Mm. But do you think you should in certain things, obviously? No, I I don't think. Um, I don't think I like, um, I don't think I should, I don't, you know, if she wants to do, I guess, you know, if she wants to do boyish things or if she wants to do guy things, then cool. Like that's, you know, that's totally fine. But I I think it's hard for me to understand what makes, um, what differentiates a guy from a girl at her age, you know, like, yeah, you know, gender roles, obviously, but. I'm gonna have to have to defer that question, man. Okay, okay. Uh, it's popcorn into Rob. Things that would be different if I had a boy. I feel like I would be a lot less. Uh, I don't know, like rush rush to him if he had like fallen or something like that more. Just because I feel like being the father of a girl, like she's more delicate or fragile. Um, and it shouldn't be that way. And I know that we're not trying to to give in to those gender stereotypes. I feel like Ange is, is more leading the way on that kind of stuff. But I, I just feel like as a guy that's taking care of a girl, like I had sisters growing up. Um, I just feel like I, I care for her differently or it's more intense with a girl than it is than it would be with a with a son. Um and then I think another thing that's different for my answer than maybe some uh, someone else out there would be that we didn't know her gender until she was born. We kept that a secret. We didn't find out her gender um, from like the doctor or any of that stuff. Um, anytime we did the sonograms, we always like looked away just in case and told everyone, like all the nurses and stuff in the room, like, don't tell us. We wanted it to be a surprise. And so I think that also impacted us. Um, because when we would fantasize or like daydream about the baby before she was here was like, we always pictured us having a girl. And so when that dream came to fruition, it it made it that much more um, intense for me. Like I got my wish, like don't waste it kind of thing. And so that's, I think I care or try to take care of her a little bit more than I would if it was a boy. Um, And I just think, you know, um, outfits are way doper for a girl too. like match like the bow game is strong like trying to get that jojo jojo siwa is a big uh big thing going on in the family now is so, that a company uh it's a nickelodeon star or it was a nickelodeon star uh-huh. she has like a huge bow in her hair <laughs> um and it's like usually offset her name is jojo siwa she's on she's huge on nickelodeon um, um so out of touch i have no idea who that yeah. is that's screen time. You need more screen time. You Damn. need more screen time, bro. <laughs> Did you know who that um, was, Randy? No. No. Okay, tight. <laughs> oh, dude. So <laughs> um speaking of screen time, descendants. If you have kids and do you like Disney movies, guys, I know you guys do. Descendants. 
Um, heard of that. What is that? Um, so it's a movie, like a Disney movie, like made for TV movie. Um, and they go like they take the descendants of villains and pit them oh, against. Oh yeah, I've, I've super seen fun. This. Yeah, super fun. Sounds dope. Yeah. yeah, and it says musicals, so you'd have a lot of fun with it. Hell yeah, yeah. love me some musicals. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, what would I change if I had a boy instead? My 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 parenting strategy would drastically change. Um, I have a thing kind of like. Uh, what Rob was saying, like, I still have the mindset that she's delicate. Um, not necessarily to the point where I'm like, oh, let me limit her. No, I let her fall. And it's like, well, you better get back up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, she has her scrapes and bumps and bruises and stuff, but I still see her like not trying to get too political and stuff. But I mean, let's be real. Women in our world have way more things to look out for than a guy does in the world. Um, and I feel that I need to prepare slash protect her from all that. Mm, yeah, that's a, good um, that's a good one. You know, and it's like, yeah, I don't want to put gender, not to say roles, but yeah, for lack of better words, gender roles or anything like that. But she needs to be ready for this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm, I would change my parent. Or I, yeah, if I had a boy, I don't have to think about those things. You know, and those things like I didn't want to get too negative about it, but you kind of you can kind of sense where I'm going with these things that are in the world that she has to be prepared for and look out for. Um, That stuff keeps me up at night. So that kind of changes my parenting style. And if I had a boy, I don't have to think about that stuff. You know what I mean? For the most part, Um, I can kind of just have him kind of mimic me, you know, like, okay, I'm not saying, you know, I'm high and mighty or whatever, but I'm just saying like, you know, just copy me and you should be okay but with a girl i can't just say be like me you know it's like uh it's just a very different strategy so i i would i I would say that the job for lack of better words would be easier if i had a boy you know like i i could relate more i can do all those things and i can just be like yeah, you know, go eat dirt or whatever. Like, I don't know, you know, like I think that, and I think that's kind of the general mindset. If you have a boy, it's kind of like, okay, tough love and, and all that stuff. And I have a feeling like me personally, I would probably, uh, I guess you say subscribe to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a girl, it completely changed the mindset. And, uh, I, I think it's for the better. I mean, I love being a girl dad. I love, uh, the challenge I love having to raise someone that I don't necessarily relate in that way you know what I mean like I, I'm not a girl so I don't know so I have a challenge and I I accept that challenge and I'm gonna uh, fully embrace it um, well sorry I want to touch back on that that's interesting because now that you mentioned that it makes me think like as a father of a like of a girl like girl dad like how that ties into it is um if it was a boy like you're grooming him to be like you versus like a girl you're grooming her to look for a mate look for a husband that's like you essentially so you're yeah. setting that example like you yeah know, i do these things i take care of your mom and you or i'm strict because i want you yep. to find someone that's that'll take care of you when i'm gone and so that's interesting that we kind of have that thought or that just made that triggered that thought for me is like yeah yeah 
without realizing it. That's definitely what I want for her is to find somebody that's like that for her, that will take care of her. Like, yeah, look yeah. for somebody that I don't have to worry about you. You know, you're in yeah. good hands. Yeah, I got serious. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think got serious. <laughs> I, got, I got real serious at the very end. <laughs> but I think I, uh, I mentioned that this was going to be a little bit more serious of an episode. We'll get uh, back to the fun stuff eventually. Yeah, eventually. Who knows? We might have a a sequel next episode. I don't know. Who knows? I don't even. We haven't even discussed what the next episode is going to be about. Spoiler um, alert: We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's gonna it's gonna wrap it up, right? It's gonna a little bit later than we expected, but uh, great topic though. Yeah, I think it was a good topic. I think I, I there were so many topics that we didn't even touch on. I think we can absolutely do a, a sequel to this. Um, down the line, we might have a gap to lighten the mood a little bit. But uh, this was a good one. I had a good time. Uh, what about you guys? Yeah, um, I had a great time. I just want to give a quick shout out to everybody that um, participated. Oh, gave yeah. Suggestions. Um, if we didn't get to your suggestions, I'm sorry. Um, don't worry. We thought about these um, beforehand. We saw your suggestions and we appreciate them. Uh, we would love to get to these, uh, to all of these in time. And hopefully we have a sequel to these. Um, but the reason we had this girl dad episode was because of the girl dad himself, Kobe Bryant, uh, rest in peace. Um, yeah, man. So I, I had a blast. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing all of you guys grow as parents and have, you know, looking forward to, myself growing as a parent um you know it's gonna be interesting dude like yeah life is gonna life gets interesting from here on out we're all still so early in the game too yeah so early yeah it's crazy uh yeah i thought it was a great episode again i mean rest in peace to to the goat um player slash like dad i mean like again that's something like that brought like I guess it's something good that's come from this. If there is, if you can even say that is like seeing all like people post, like all the memories and things that Kobe did with, with Gigi out there, it definitely made, uh, it motivates me to be like, you know, I got to not, you know, necessarily like carry that torch, but like have that mindset with yeah. my daughter is like set that good example and, and really, um, you know, play that duality or have that, have those two, two things like you're being a father figure but then you're also taking care of a girl and so yeah it's i mean um yeah i i, I mean i don't even know where to begin with the with that line of line of thought but um it's yeah basically think, the mamba mentality you there know? you yeah. go kobe <laughs> kobe had a quote that said um the one mistake that human beings have is thinking we have time Oof, man Dang. great great quote too yeah deep. so um, if you were to take anything away from this podcast um, and today's episode is um, take care of your loved ones, show them you love them, yeah. uh, go above and beyond for the love, show them you care because your days are numbered. The only, the only, um, the only constant in life is change and we all die sometimes. So if you just want to, you know, leave your legacy, another thing. Is that leave the legacy that the Lakers had last season? Oh Jesus! Here we go. You know, you guys can't see it, but he just pointed <laughs> to his championship hat. <laughs> but um, 
you know, you just want to leave a legacy. You want to instill that into the next generation, maybe not your child um, or, you know, in, if you don't have a child, then you want to instill that into the next generation that you um, left a legacy of love. You left a legacy of caring uh, and you left a good impression on those around you. So that's, those are my closing words. All right. Those are some good words, but uh, all right. I guess we'll uh, end it here. Thank you guys and gals for stopping by the lounge. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about next episode, but uh, we hope you guys stop by. And uh, like always, I'm Randy. I'm Rob. I'm Alan. Catch you guys later. Wait, if we could real quick, I want to do what's called a clap sync. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Hold up. Let me take my pants off. What? Alan got it. Oh, what? Hold up. Let me take my pants Oh, my God. We get these cheeks ready, You're bro. so dumb, dude. So dumb. Oh, dude, that was good. That, that was, was so like good. that. I wasn't even ready for it. <laughs>